Just like most episodes, this one contains strong language. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and guests and in no way represent the state of Oklahoma, the Oklahoma Historical Society, or the Oklahoma State Historic Preservation Office. Welcome to the Musings of an ADD Mind podcast. This is your host, Jack, and I have the ADD Mind. Joining me today is no one. I am doing a solo episode. So, let's uh, buckle down and get going. So today, there are a couple things that have been just irritating the crap out of me for the last few weeks. And so I'm going to discuss those those things. Um, number one is this anti-vax thing that just still won't go away. Okay, anti-vax people. People who are vaccinated are not dying. It's the unvaxed that are dying. They're going to ICU with something like 90% and, or actually I think it's like 98%, and they're the ones that are dying. The people that are vaccinated are not dying. You do not shed the vaccine. The lady that was on whoever's show, I can't think of her name, who's claiming that she gets anal bleeding every time she's around someone with a vaccine, is full of poop. She is outright lying. And if she does have anal bleeding, she should probably go and get that checked out because it could be colon cancer or severe hemorrhoids. But my point is, being next to someone vaccinated is not going to make your anus bleed. And then there are... There's just so much. The people that wanted the economy to open back up and wanted everything to end, mask-wise and restrictions and all of that, are the very people who refused to do anything to end it. Why do we have variants? Because they're letting it happen because they're not getting vaccinated, and so it's able to go. And eventually, those of us that are vaccinated, the vaccine's not going to work anymore because it's going to mutate beyond the vaccine. You know, I don't recall in the Bible, and keep in mind, a lot of this is the evangelical church. I don't recall anywhere in the Bible where, like, Jesus said, love thy neighbor unless it's mildly inconveniencing to you. That's not in there. And just this notion that I don't have to do anything to stop this, but I'm going to bitch every step of the way that there are these restrictions or mask mandates or vaccine mandates that are basically around because I refuse to play ball. And it's just driving me insane. And here's the thing. Once a hospital converts a regular room to an ICU room, it sort of stays that way for a while until it gets filled. But they just don't put other people in there. Now the room is sort of 
backup ICU, and that's what it's for, because they've moved in all of that equipment. And so hospitals have less beds. Have a heart attack, you might not be able to go in the hospital. And it, it's just insane. I literally had a conversation with somebody who said that if he had coronavirus, and he knew it, he was not going to stay home. He didn't care. If he got someone sick and that person died, they should have stayed home. It's not his fault. And he was like, well, people don't get mad about the flu. Well, yeah, I do. I don't like getting the flu. That's why I get a flu shot. But his attitude was, well, you know, it's just, it's just a bad flu. Except for it's not. The numbers prove that. Well, as long as you are, can believe numbers. And just this attitude that his reactions, if it caused someone to get sick and then possibly die, he's not responsible for their death. And then at the same time, I asked him, I said, so is it okay if someone has HIV and they knowingly have sex with people and spread HIV? And this fool looked at me and said... HIV's not a virus. To which I'm like, what the hell do you think the V in HIV stands for? Virus! Does it really? Yes, it does. You dumbass. And this is why this is spreading. And it's not going to go away. We're just going to deal with coronavirus now and forever because all of these people just refuse to do anything about it. Well... It might go away once they all die from it, but otherwise, it's it's not going to be going away anytime soon. And it it's mind-boggling to have that attitude that I'm not responsible if someone gets this virus from me. I'm I'm in no way, shape, or form responsible. It it's just crazy. And then so much misinformation that they believe that they spread you know i remember when this thing first started march of 2020 i was uh, part of a civic group and we were putting on a festival and we had voted that we were going to uh, keep it going and while we were having that particular board meeting a thunder player tested positive and by the time Once again, Editor Jack from the future, and I just wanted to correct myself. What I meant to say was it was a jazz player that tested positive in Oklahoma City right before a game against the Thunder. I got home. The NBA season was canceled. By the time I went to bed, the NHL season was canceled. Went to work the next day. By lunchtime, the NCAA had canceled March Madness. And by the end of the week, there was all of this stuff that had just been canceled. So I, I put out there, I said, guys, this is serious. We're going to have to cancel this event. Everybody just went off. Well, this is going to be gone by the end of April. Well, here we are 18 months later. Future editor Jack here. What I meant to say is almost two years. 
and it's still here. Fortunately, they it got taken out of our hands, and the governor basically canceled it. But then those very people were all talking about how, well, this is just a plot to get Trump out of office. This is go away on November 4th, 2020. Well, here we are in 2022 still talking about it. Because it's still here. It's still killing people. And it doesn't matter how many times these anti-vax, anti-coronavirus people are proven wrong, they still won't change their mind. It is literally more plausible that there is a vast worldwide conspiracy involving every leader of every country on the planet, not to mention the entire medical community of the entire world, just to get Trump out of office or to get people to be used to complying to government rules to get people sick so they could put a fake vaccine to unravel people's DNA versus it was a virus that was animal-based, made the jump to humans, and because it did that, our immune systems have no way to fight it, and it spread really quickly and has killed a lot of people. How is the second one not the plausible option? But I've had several people that I've talked to, and they're like, no, 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 the first one, that's, that is the more plausible scenario. Well, number one, if it was a plot to get Trump out of office, that would mean that part of their plan was that Trump would mishandle the crisis so enough people wouldn't want to vote for him. So their plan counted on the incompetence of Trump. So think about that, folks. If you're believing that, you're basically saying that you think Trump is incompetent because that was part of their plan. Because the other side of that is he could have handled it well and got reelected. You know, so there's that. And then a compliance. They want people to get used to compliance. A lot of people have this viewpoint that there is this liberal elite in the style of uh, the book 1984. And while there probably are people that do want that, for the most part, the people that are super wealthy, they want your money. Bill Gates doesn't give two shits about you beyond the fact that he would rather you buy PC than Apple. Because he doesn't make any money on Apple. That's it. He does not care if you buy you know, bread at the store. He doesn't care. They just want your money. Do you think Disney would purposely lose several billion dollars just to get Trump out of office versus him getting reelected and then making, you know, another $50 billion during that four years? Yet again, Editor Jack from the future, what I meant to say was... Four more years of a Trump presidency. Hopefully, there aren't too many more of these. I guess when I rant, I don't think clearly. Which one sounds more believable? 
And then to believe that millions of people are involved, you know, medical community-wise, leaders of countries. Because keep in mind, that would be lots of people that work for these governments that would know. And then every single one of them keeps it quiet. You know, movies, I've said it before, movie studios have a hard time keeping the plots of movies secret, right? TV shows have that same issue. One of the biggest things, uh, shockers of The Mandalorian, was at the end of season two. And I'm not going to say it in case you haven't watched it yet. That's one of the few times in the last 10 years that something big in a movie or TV show has come out and stayed secret. So to believe that millions of medical people are in on a conspiracy is insane. Or it's either that or they're just dumb enough that they've all been duped into believing it as well. Um, Their medical knowledge has nothing to do with it. The fact that they're seeing people get sick has nothing to do with it. And it's it's just mind-boggling that... The insane option is the one that they think is the logical option. And unfortunately, that attitude has probably led to three, 300,000 people in the U.S. dying that didn't need to. Probably going to have another 150, 300,000 people die that didn't need to. Because we can't just get vaccinated or wear a mask. You know, that's... That's asking too much. I'll do anything for my country. I'll take a bullet for my country. I won't take a needle jab, but I'll take a bullet. Sure you will, pal. And then you have people like Tucker Carlson, who the closest he's been to being in the military is like being in the same room with a veteran or active duty person. To sit there and act like the Pentagon requiring... People have the COVID vaccine is this just insane. And how dare they do that to the military? You get vaccinated all the damn time in the military. When I went through basic training, you literally form a line. They have the air guns vaccinating you on both shoulders. Move up. Then you get shots. Move up again. Get two more shots in each arm. And then you go around and they give you your penicillin shot in your ass cheek. And then when I was active duty, we got vaccinated every six months, whether we needed it or not. So the military has required vaccines for such a long time. You know, I got out of the army in 97. That was standard procedure when I was in. So, Tucker... Maybe you should know a little bit about the military before you say that being forced to be vaccinated is not a military thing. That shows you clearly don't know crap about the military. So from now on, Tucker, you should probably not comment on matters regarding the military because you know shit about it. So there's that. And then there is... Pastor Rick Wiles in Florida. He has a internet news show called True News. And even though they don't wear masks, they gathered at super spreader events. When him and his staff got COVID, when he came back on the air, he didn't get it due to his own recklessness. No, that 
This man literally said that the Chinese Communist Party targeted him because he wants Fauci to be arrested. How big is your ego that you think the Chinese Communist government thinks enough of you that they're going to give you coronavirus? First of all, if the Chinese government wants to eliminate you, they're not going to use a virus that you could survive. I'm just going to come out and say it. They're probably going to use a gun. Do I believe that they would do that? In China, for sure. Um, I don't know if, how often it happens here. But this <laughs> idea that you are so important that the Chinese government would target you with COVID-19 is laughable yet, at best, I mean, and should probably get you committed at, well, worst, I don't know. Anyway, that that's just insane. And is that the last time that has come up? No, it hasn't. COVID denier Jimmy Dore, I'm not sure who he is. He has some uh, YouTube-based sort of call-in talk show thing. Uh, he got COVID, and he believes that it was a targeted attack by the CIA. Once again, the CIA, if they want to eliminate you, probably has more surefire methods than something you have a good chance of surviving. What is it? Anti-vaxxers always say anti-COVID. Well, it kills less than 1% of the people who contract it. Okay, then. Why would they use that to target you and to eliminate you? Right? They're going to use something that probably has a much higher percentage rate of success. So there's that. And is that the craziest thing I'm about to read to you? No. No, it's not. This comes from Salon uh, on an article in an article by Brett Bachman. It was published on December 22nd, 2021. Uh, in Texas, there was something called the Reawaken America Conference. I'm going to be reading from his article here. A number of people who attended a right-wing conference earlier this month are complaining that they've been the target of a biological weapons attack after suffering from some symptoms from symptoms like coughing, shortness of breath, and fever, all of which are more commonly associated with COVID-19. Conservative podcaster Joe Altman appears to be the source of this week's anthrax claim. Because that's what they're claiming, that it was an anthrax attack. Sharing the theory on his show, Conservative Daily. While visibly coughing and sneezing on a self-recorded video feed, not once during the episode did he entertain the idea that he and several others who have reported symptoms had contracted COVID-19 which at the time was surging nearly everywhere in the country. And now, uh, reading this in January, it's really surging. He went on to say, There's a 99.9% chance it's anthrax, Altman said, without providing any proof for the newsworthy, newsworthy diagnosis. <sighs> You're in a pandemic, dude. 
People are getting sick. It's spreading because people like you refuse to do anything to stop it. And to to blame it on to blame it on the CIA is just nuts. Or whoever they're claiming did it, I don't know. Maybe maybe with them it's the Russians, I don't know. But to just think that you're that important that clandestine government operations are out to kill you is insane. Elites don't care what you're doing. You are not important enough for them to waste money to put a tracking chip in you. Especially since when you know already have one in your phone, in your OnStar, in your car's satellite receiver. Got a Google Nest? Oh, there you go. They don't have to put a chip in you to figure out where where you are. And besides, if you go to my episode on all about GPS, you know that it's technically impossible for them to do that. So then we're going to move on to the genius Candace Owens. She interviewed Trump. She thought she was going to get Trump to say vaccines are bad he did not he encouraged people to get the vaccine said he'd had it that he was boosted that it was a wonderful thing that he developed and they said it was going to take five to 13 years and we got it done in nine months three of them it's a beautiful thing and candace did not see it going that way she kept trying to interrupt him he didn't really have anything to do with it he told her it worked, that it's the non-vaccinated getting sick and dying. And so she sort of moved on. But then did an Instagram live because a lot of media were claiming that she'd been owned by Trump. And so she did a Instagram live. And this is what she said, okay? And I quote, people oftentimes forget that like how old Trump is, she said in an Instagram video posted, it was on a Thursday, it doesn't have the date on here, before December 25th. Like they came from a time before TV, before internet, before being able to conduct their independent research. She went on, everything that Trump's generation read in a newspaper that was pitched to them that they believe that was a reality. And one of those things was, you know, this push for vaccines and believing that people were going to die without vaccines. And so I believe that his support of the vaccine is genuine and not based on any corruption at all. She continued, believe it or not, I do not believe that Trump reads or partakes in any other news sources. I don't believe that Trump is on the internet or that he necessarily uses the web to try to find obscure websites. I think that he just relies on typical mainstream sources. So I don't think that there's anything evil going on there. But he needs to have a larger conversation to really understand what's going on and why so many people are just horrified. Okay, Candace. This shows how ignorant you are. The reason Trump believes in vaccines is because Trump was born and lived in a time when people got polio. Polio was a horrific disease. We had a president that suffered for the rest of his life because he got polio with the, uh, when he was a child. There are two people alive today that polio destroyed them, and they have lived in an iron lung since the 1950s. 
The polio vaccine was considered one of the greatest achievements of the 20th century. People would line up and wait to get their polio vaccine. Because here's the thing. Here's the crazy thing, Candace. After the polio vaccine, guess what people in America quit getting? Just guess. That's right, polio. What do you think the cause of that was, Candace? Do you think maybe the cause of that was that the polio vaccine worked? And that once you got it, you didn't get polio? And then it spread from there. It's gone through Europe. And now there are only two countries left on the planet that have polio. Afghanistan and Pakistan. And they're in mountainous regions. I understand why Afghanistan still has it. The last 20 years hasn't exactly been a great time to be a medical person wanting to go and give vaccines in Afghanistan. So I get why, why it's still in Afghanistan. And there, the part of Pakistan that it in is the bordering of uh, Afghanistan also mountainous, probably not a great place to be either. So that's why they still have it. But the rest of the world does not have polio. And that would be because of the vaccine. Candace, guess what else the world doesn't have? Smallpox. It's completely eradicated. Smallpox only exists in safes in a couple places in the world. Vaccines got rid of smallpox. That's why it's gone. It wasn't magic. People didn't pray to God and smallpox went away. It was a vaccine. Unless they were praying, let people create a vaccine that could end smallpox, then, then that did it. But the vaccine got rid of smallpox. Measles? Measles wasn't fun. It wasn't like having a cold. My dad got measles when he was an infant. Almost died. I'm pretty sure his mom and my grandparents would have loved for him to have been vaccinated before he got measles and almost died. Mumps? Horrible. Go look, go look pictures up of people that have had these diseases and tell me you want to give it to your children. That's why Trump believes vaccines work, because he has seen them work and how diseases were eradicated. There's a reason the things that you're finding are on obscure websites, Candace. It's in your statement. It's obscure because it's bullshit. It is bullshit. You want to talk about the people that are trying to depopulate the world. It's the people on these dumbass obscure websites that are just putting out bullshit that morons like you believe. Because if you don't think vaccines work, Candace Owens, you are a moron. You will never be able to convince me otherwise. You could show me your membership card to Minson. I will still call you a moron. Because vaccines absolutely 100% work. People are going to die because of you, Candace Owens. People are going to die because of the bullcrap that you're touting. You're going to cause people to die. You are dangerous to the rest of society. And the fact that you have platforms is insane because you need to be deplatformed. You are not brilliant. I know that you think that because the people on Fox and all of that love you that you know, you're some sort of brilliant person. You're not. You're not. I'm going to trust... Science, which has eliminated previously mentioned diseases, versus you, who probably, you know, couldn't make it through medical school, a week of medical school. It's just crazy. It's nuts. And you're dangerous. And I, I sincerely hope that you get deplatformed because you're, you're killing people. You are. You're killing people, whether you believe it or not. And because of people like you and all of that, oh, I have my rights. Your rights end where my rights begin. You do not have a right to give me a virus. You don't. 
Yes, you have freedom. Is anyone taking away your freedom? You can walk around the store with a mask on. You can go into that store when you show your vaccine. I find it incredibly funny that your crowd only believes that a business has the right to do what it wants when it involves some sort of discrimination. The right believes that if a baker or a florist doesn't want to serve a, a gay wedding, they have that right. This is America. It's business. As a business owner, you have the right to do what you want. You should not be forced to do that if it goes against your beliefs. So why is it any different if a business owner believes viruses kill people? And if you want to go in their store, you have to show that you've been vaccinated. It's the same thing, except for one of them affects you and the other one doesn't really affect you. You're fine with what you're now calling discrimination or apartheid. You're fine with it when it's people other than you. But when it's you, now it's a problem. Oh, that's a problem. That's a problem. No. If you believe one, then you have to believe the other because it's the same thing. There's no difference other than one of them affects you and the other one doesn't. The truth of the matter is you're cool with things that are bigoted. You're not cool with things that affect you. Do you feel that a business shouldn't have to provide certain types of birth control because of their religious beliefs? Okay. Well, a business doesn't have to let you in. If you're not vaccinated, they have that right. And while we're on the subject of rights and beliefs, there is nowhere in the Bible that it mentions vaccines at all. Nowhere. Not getting vaccinated has never been a plank of any religion, except for probably Jehovah's Witness. I will give Jehovah's Witnesses that one. Everyone else, it's not. I grew up evangelical. I know for a fact, not once growing up was I ever told, vaccines are evil. They're evil. No, never happened. This is bullcrap. And every preacher that's going and signed a waiver for you, they're lying. They're lying because that's not part of it. And they're lying, which according to their religion and their Bible, they're not supposed to do. And they're ultimately going to cause people to get sick and die. So they're equally as guilty of this crap too. <sighs> okay. I know that was a rant. It was, it was a free-formed rant other than a few things that I read. Um, that that's just because I am just irritated with these people that claim to love America and do anything for it and love other people unless it's a minor inconvenience. And then they don't love other people because of that. Um, I don't, you can't tell me you love people when you won't do something to help them out in something that's relatively simple and saves you at the same time. And also prevent you from having a very large medical bill. And if you listen to, uh, this isn't mine, this comes from Seth Andrews, uh, the four stages of COVID denial. Stage one, there is no COVID. It doesn't exist. It's a plot. Stage two, I'm not a sheeple. I won't comply. Freedom. Stage three of COVID denial. I need my prayer warriors. I am sick and I just need everybody out there. I need your prayers. I need your prayer warriors to just really get on their knees and pray for me. Uh, this COVID, it turns out, is no joke. Stage four of COVID denial. Well, stage four is usually done by the family member. Could you please contribute to so-and-so's GoFundMe so that we can help pay off some of his medical expenses and the funeral expenses? See that all the time. And, you know, there's something on the internet called the Herman Cain Award. Herman Cain, there is no COVID. COVID, there is no Herman Cain. After Herman Cain died from COVID, it's called the Herman Cain Award. 
and I have seen so many people that have been Herman Cain award winners that have gone through the four stages of COVID denial. And I'm sorry, I, I will not contribute to a GoFundMe for a funeral when you didn't have to have it. I will not contribute to pay off medical bills when you did not have to have them. The vaccine is free and you wouldn't have got sick. Science proves that even if you get a breakthrough case, you're not dying. There's just so many people that have a complete lack of understanding of science, how science works, the scientific process, how the medical community works, double-blind tests, how they go about doing all of this stuff. But let's just believe some obscure website, Candace Owens, because that's more valid than Harvard or the CDC or Yale or Oxford or the you know, the Baylor Medical Hospital in Dallas. Sorry, I went on the rant again. <laughs> I, I just can't help it. Uh, so I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to slap an ad here. Uh, I'm going to gather my thoughts again. And then I'm going to talk about stage two, or part two, rather, of what uh, I wanted to talk about tonight. And we're back. I hope that ad break was as good for you as it was for me. So moving on to the next part... Something I never thought that I would live to see in the entirety of my life. And that is one of the major political parties doing everything they can to completely dismantle voting. And doing it under the guise of election security or election integrity. When they are getting rid of any security or integrity. I want to throw this out of the... Just throw this out. Get it out there. If you're the president... And you spend the entire election claiming that the only way you will lose is if it is stolen. And you don't put steps in place to prevent it from being stolen. And then you lose and you claim that it was stolen. Maybe you don't deserve to be president because something you said was going to happen, you were unable to stop from occurring. Right? Seems to me that maybe you would have had, I don't know, the FBI in on things, would have done a little more. So maybe you shouldn't have got reelected because you're not smart enough to stop the thing that you'd spent the entirety of the election saying was going to occur. But then when you factor in the guy that was in charge of election security said there was no, it was a secure election. Bill Barr, your attorney general, who nobody sucked up to Donald Trump more than Bill Barr did, admitted that and said there was nothing. There was no fraud. The election wasn't stolen. It was safe. It was secure. So you had to get rid of him. And maybe this part's tough. Oh, well, it's not tough. It's funny that in the election, the only places where they say that there were fraudulent fraudulent votes and that it was stolen are in counties or voting districts that are mostly made up of black people. It's funny how the same rules in white neighborhoods, there was no cheating there. It, it's just in the ones where where black people live. So, first of all, that is I you will never be able to convince me that is entirely 100% racism is why they're saying that. And then when you factor in moves that Republicans have made in state legislatures since the election and how pretty much all of them only seem to target uh a black people with these new rules. Yeah, you're not going to be able to convince me that this stuff isn't put in place uh, due to racism. They are just skirting their way around Jim Crow the best that they can. You know, changing things so that 
the Secretary of State or the person that was in charge of the elections before no longer is, and now it's the legislature. And to have the ability to just decide that, you know what, we don't like these people that were electors. We're throwing it out and we're putting our ours in. They are working towards a coup for 2024. There's going to be at least one Republican-controlled state, legislature-wise, that the Democrat candidate wins, and they're going to throw out the electors and put their own electors in place. I firmly 100% believe that. They they attempted it this last year. Thank goodness uh, Mike Pence wouldn't do it. We were Mike Pence away from a constitutional crisis and perhaps a civil war. And Mike Pence stood firm and did the right thing. Now, okay, if you're on the other side of the aisle, if you're a Trumpist, you're probably there. well, he had the right. No, he didn't. There is literally nothing in the Constitution that says that the vice president in that process can do that. If the vice president could, perhaps, maybe, just maybe, Al Gore would have done that in 2000. Because Al Gore had a much stronger claim than Trump. But Al Gore didn't do that. Al Gore conceded, and he read the electors as they should have been read. But if what they wanted Pence to do could be done, Al Gore would have done it. You know who else probably had a uh, claim to do it? It was a pretty close election. Richard Milhouse Nixon when he ran against Kennedy. He was the vice president at the time. He was the guy reading off the electors. And we know damn certain that Nixon was dirty and crooked. And even he wouldn't do that because it wasn't something that could be done. So if you're suggesting to do something that even Nixon wouldn't do, and then to try to frame it as if the other people were still in the election, it was Trump trying to steal the election. It was Trump. All the evidence points to it. There's all of this stuff afterwards that shows he was trying to steal the election. There are all these emails, all these communications showing it. But the amazing thing is, is what, a third of the population? They just don't believe that. They won't see it. Oh no, it was the Democrats. You mean to tell me that Joe Biden is smart enough to rig a steal an election, but not smart enough to give himself a filibuster-proof Senate? So he's smart but dumb? Because that was stupid. If you're going to steal the election, you might as well just go ahead and do a really good job of it and give yourself the filibuster-proof Senate. And you probably would have got a few more House members out at the same time when you were doing that. So you're the smartest idiot out there because you're smart enough to game the system and steal an election but you're just not smart enough to do it so that it really benefits you so yeah there there is evidence of someone trying to steal the election and that person is trump and in the last month there have been some retired military generals that have basically come out and said that the military needs to get its ducks in a row because of the number of people on january 6th that were veterans retired military in a large portion of active duty that vote Trump and his their legitimate fear is that maybe the next time there might be some military people that move and try to do crap, which would be treason. I personally believe that if you participated in January 6th, if you went into the Capitol, if you are a retired military person, you need to be brought back on active duty, which can happen when you're retired. You need to be placed in a military court and court-martialed. You should spend time in Leavenworth, and you should lose your retirement. But you should spend some time in Leavenworth. That's what should happen. I'm sorry. And if you are medically retired or you're getting medical benefits after your ETS, you should lose that too. Because if you're healthy enough that you can go and storm a capital, then you're healthy enough that you don't need to get uh, any sort of you know, medical retirement from, from the government. Because you're clearly fine if you can do that. And 
you know, this notion that it was set up by Antifa or the government or Black Lives Matter is just insane. Once again, all of the evidence points towards it being Trumpers. Alex Jones, Steve Bannon spent all of the time from the election when they, when this January 6th thing was going, talking about we all got to be there. We all got to be there. Donald Trump, come to D.C. on January 6th. We got to be there. We're going to show them. And you spent all these months planning this, and then you have the Oath Keepers there. I can assure you there is not one member of the Oath Keepers that voted for Joe Biden. The Proud Boys also did not vote for Joe Biden. Several of these other QAnon groups, which were all part of organizing this. Donald Trump, we gotta fight like hell. You gotta march down to the Capitol and fight like hell. Rudy Giuliani. I used to like Rudy Giuliani, by the way. But Rudy Giuliani, we should have trial by combat. And then they set up a gallows and they're screaming, hang Mike Pence, hang Mike Pence. This was not the other people. Is what happened, I believe, is it occurred. People realized how horrible it looked. And so they had to get away from it immediately. This couldn't be us. It was set up. We, they were forced and tricked into it by people that were agitators that purposely went to get it started. Because you don't want to believe that the beliefs that you have turned out to be not good. And you don't want to believe that. Because, well, I would never do that. So none of the other people that believe the same thing I do would. No, they would. And they did. Sorry, I went off on this January 6th thing. Well, only because it does involve voting. And also within the last 30 days, there is... I can't re it, it came from Canada. I, I don't remember the person's name. And basically, he is saying that Canada needs to be prepared because in 2024... United States of America might not be the United States of America we have now, depending on who gets elected. And with some of the laws that have come in play, I do believe that there is going to be an attempt next time, unless whoever the Democratic candidate is, you know, pulls a Reagan over Mondale. That would be hard to claim. But otherwise, I, I think there's going to be some stuff that the rest of us just don't want to see or, or have happened in 2024. But anyway, getting on to what I really wanted to talk about is this tweet by Senator Rand Paul. It ties in with what we've been talking about here. And I quote, How to steal an election, seating an area heavy with potential Democratic votes, with as many absentee ballots as possible, targeting and convincing potential voters to complete them in a legally valid way and then harvesting and counting the results. So voting. That's how you steal an election. You vote, according to Rand Paul. He says in there, in a legal way, targeting and convincing potential voters to vote for you. I believe every political candidate does that. Try to convince voters to vote for them. I had no idea that that was stealing the vote. I think since that's vote stealing, Rand Paul, maybe you should not run for Senate again. Because I would hate for you to try to convince someone to vote for you. Because that would be stealing a vote. Absentee ballots have been around for a long time. When I was deployed to Kuwait, I voted via absentee ballot. All you people that want to get rid of them are basically saying that if you're in the U.S. military and you're overseas, you do not get to vote. If, you live in, if you're in the military and your state of residence is Kansas and you're stationed in North Dakota, you don't get to vote. Maybe, you know, maybe you have medical issues and you're in a... a a nursing home and you can't get out. Well, you don't get to vote either. Absentee ballots, that's vote stealing and it doesn't count. So in the last election, there have been some things that have been done. 
it, it turns out most of the time when they claimed dead people voted, when they did research, they discovered that the dead people were in fact not dead. They were alive. Sometimes there was confusion between a junior and a senior, but it was the junior that voted, not the senior, and it eliminated the other, the other thing or the other vote because it turned out to have not happened. Now, there were four people recently in Florida, Republicans, mind you, that were arrested and they're being charged with voting twice. I know that doesn't look good for your theory that only Democrats do that. So it happened. It just turned out that the very small times, because these are very, very small numbers, happened. It turned out they were all Republicans. I never thought I would live to see a day where a major political party is doing everything it can to destroy the country and make democracy and voting. Yes, I know we're a republic. But they are doing all they can to eliminate make voting as hard as possible. And I'm, you know, I'm worried that this could theoretically, theoretically could be the end of America as we know it sometime after 2024, unless people wake up and realize what's going on, you know, and they, <laughs> people on the right, all these sort of QAnon, everything they like to call Democrat cucks. We want to talk about the ultimate cuck, Ted Cruz. Trump spent months Talking about how your wife is ugly and this and that and the other thing. Trump wins the nomination and you could not wait to kiss that man's ass enough. So, you know, Ted Cruz, hey, you cucked yourself out to Trump. So, let's get on now that I talked about Rand Paul and the cuck Ted Cruz. And let's talk about everybody's favorite representative from Georgia, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Before I go on, I would like to say this though can you imagine the outrage on fox news newsmax one america news all of these radio people conservative radio hosts if democrats started screaming let's go marjorie and they meant that in a you're a complete utter idiotic fool who doesn't have any knowledge of how the world works i promise you that if we started or if people started screaming let's go marjorie and that's what it meant they would have a Major hissy fit. Major hissy fit. Um, I'm not suggesting that anyone do that. I'm just pointing that out. So Marjorie Taylor Greene did a poll about what if there was a national divorce that red states and blue states separated. First of all, that's called secession. That happened before. It was called the Civil War. And that was not good for America. But she's saying if red and blue states were to divorce each other. Okay, so on December 29th, 2021, Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeted, after Democrat voters and big donors ruin a state like California, you would think it wise to stop them from doing it to another great state like Florida. Brainwashed people that move from California and New York really need a cooling off period. What she is getting at is that if you come from a blue state and you move to a red state, there's a certain period of time that you are not able to vote until you've, I guess, cooled down, changed your thought process. I don't know. Seems un-American to me. But then again, she also said that she thought if somebody came to your door to talk to you about vaccines, that you should shoot them. So there's that. She's also the idiot that doesn't understand that cancer is not a transmittable disease and a virus is. So there's also that. But this thing of a cooling off period and a national divorce. Cooling off period. In other words, we don't want you to vote. That is so un-American and is not even funny. And I have always maintained that when I was a veteran, one of the things I fought for was the right for people to say things and have their beliefs. 
but she she's just lost it. She's she's nuts. She needs to be removed. If anyone, if you, I don't know if you can impeach a house member, but something needs to happen. She is just she's just insane. I I just can't believe it. And she's not the only one in the house. You have Bobart and Jim Jordan and Mo Brooks. Mo Brooks, you know, Mister. Oh, hey, that wasn't a violent thing. Oh, then why, when you gave your speech on January 6th, did you wear a bulletproof vest? Because if you weren't afraid, you wouldn't have worn a bulletproof vest. Huh. Maybe you had some knowledge of what was going on. And the fact that all of you are fighting so hard to prevent anything that you did on January 6th or the lead-up from going to the January 6th commission tells me you might be guilty of some shit. Perhaps treason. Perhaps treason. If you are actively wanting America to have a civil war... You have just lost your mind. First of all, it would be bad for the entirety of the world if we had a civil war. But then to have congressmen that have said that the police officers on January 6th were crisis actors? <sighs> Jesus Christ. You know, the next time something happens, if I was one of those Capitol Police officers and if you were one of those people that denied anything happened, somebody comes in and they're doing bad, I'd just walk off. Well, you know, these are just tourists. Have fun. You know? This assault on voting is insane. And, you know, I had hoped that with... That this is not anything that I would ever see in my lifetime. I was born after Jim Crow ended, when there was desegre after desegregation. And this is going backwards in a way that I just never thought would happen in my lifetime. And then they're always calling people on the left Nazis. That's, that's not how it works. And I really... I, I am really sad and worried for my country that I served as a member of the military. I gave my son to the service of our country as a, he was in the Air Force, as you know. My father retired from the Air Force. So my entire life has basically been spent around the military. Was I in all of that? No. But the dependence of people that are active duty, they do more for their country just being a dependent than the average person who's never been in the military. Sorry, you can't convince me otherwise. My stepmom, she retired from the Air Force. My uncle, retired from the Navy. I have cousins that are active duty, retired from the National... Others retired from the National Guard. My mother's dad was in the Navy in World War I. One of his older sons from his first marriage fought in World War II. So my family has done a lot of military service for this country. And it breaks my heart to see people knowingly committing fraud because their craving for power is such that they are willing to change laws to make it harder to vote, to prevent people from voting, to make it easy so that they can change electors if they just don't agree with how the vote went. It breaks my heart. It's sad. I fear for my children. You know, if my children ever have children, I fear for my potential grandchildren. And it's it's disgusting and a lot of it is because they're doing it to curry favor from Donald Trump, a man who I do not understand why everybody is willing to kiss his butt. He's not a good businessman. He's he's had more bankruptcies than, I don't know, I've had birthdays. Maybe not that many, but if you've had bankruptcies from various companies and personally that are in double digits, you're probably not that good of a businessman. Hey, why don't you order some Trump steaks? Oh, you can't. They went bankrupt. And, you know, to act like that, well, they're just going after him because it's a witch hunt. No, it's not a witch hunt. People are being found guilty of committing crimes because Trump surrounds himself with criminals. And I don't understand 
why everybody is doing everything they can to kneel at his ring and do whatever his bidding is, because Trump demands absolute loyalty and he gives none in return. Here's the four stages of being of working for Donald Trump. Someone gets fired. Who are they going to replace? Oh, they're going to replace so-and-so. So-and-so such a great guy. He's awesome. He's one of the smartest people in his field. He's amazing. He's great. Person gets nominated, gets the job. And then eventually Trump asks them to do something that is a moral line that that person refuses to cross. And they tell Trump that. And then all of a sudden the tweets come about how so-and-so, you know, he's just not very smart. Yada, yada, he's dumb. Yada, yada, yada. He's an idiot. I can't believe that he's in this job. You know, there's a, Obama was right when he said you were an idiot. Well, then why did you hire him? Huh? Huh? And then he fires them. Sometimes he doesn't even have the balls to do it in person. You'd think that a guy that fired people on a TV show would have the balls to do that. But no, a lot of times he fires them via Twitter. And of course, the Trumper just follows suit with everything Trump says. Oh, he's the greatest guy ever. Oh, well, you know, he may not be that great. Oh, he sucks. He's horrible. He's an idiot. Why would you give absolute loyalty to a man that does not give you any loyalty in return? To the point to where you are willing to destroy the American Constitution for this man, all for power. So in a way, the Alex Jones and the QAnon people do have it right. There is a group of elites trying to have control. It's just that they're not the people they're claiming. They're the Republicans and the Trump, the Trumper. So anyway, I know that this ended up being a 50-minute rant or whatever it is. I hope you stuck with me through this rant. I hope I made some sort of sense. Uh, maybe during the editing process, if things are weird, maybe I can string it into something coherent. I don't know. We will find out if I am able to do that. Uh, but in the meantime, I hope everybody had a nice Christmas. Hope you had a happy new year. I hope you enjoyed the guests that I had on last week. Once again, Editor Jack here from the future. Since I first recorded this, the January 6th Commission has released some text message communications between Fox News host Sean Hannity and Mark Meadows, the former chief of staff of President Trump. And based on these text messages, it looks like Sean Hannity had pretty advanced knowledge of what was being planned for January 6th. And then afterwards, he was still sort of in the know, trying to get them to change certain things to get Trump to do things differently. And, you know, it's completely different than what Sean Hannity was saying on the air. And I'm not sure what his exact thoughts on the Chris Como situation with his brother when he got fired from CNN. But something tells me, based on Sean Hannity, that he probably felt Chris Cuomo needed to be fired for that because he was assisting somebody who's a politician when he is on a news information channel. So Sean Hannity needs to be consistent and quit Fox. And really, Fox needs to fire Sean Hannity. So anyway, that's all I got. And I know that I, once again, failed at my attempt to be Mr. Rogers-like. There's a lot of sort of anger and cussing and frustration in this uh, podcast today. But I'm just going to go ahead and end the show like I always do. And remember, try to live your life in a way that would make Mr. Rogers proud. Thank you for listening to Musings of an ADD Mind. If you enjoyed this podcast, or even if you didn't, please hit the subscribe or follow button. 